0: Hello, hello, my friends. Skip here for another episode of Finding Meaning. I want to begin this particular episode with a sincere thank you. Uh, We just hit 3,000 listens. Although our audience is still relatively small, it's it's good to know that people are listening. So I, I thank you, and I know that time is sacred. Uh, It is a sacred commodity in my life, and I know that it is in yours, and I want to thank you for uh, allowing me these 10, 15, 20-minute pieces of your time. It is a great gift you give me, and I hope that you gain something from the podcast. As you well know, this podcast, if you've been listening, is really about transformation, it's about us becoming the fullest expression of the spiritual human that we are and the most authentic that we can be, what that really means. Uh, and the reason we have to become something, the reason we are in a, in a state of becoming is uh, because we're not uh, where we should be. We're not to, at least I'm not to, the fullest expression of my authentic self. And here's how I know that. Uh, because I'm still very much a creature of habits. I'm still very much a creature uh, that seeks his identity in already established ways. And I want to talk about that uh, because I, I think I know it's true for me, and I'm relatively sure it's true for every human being because we are always becoming. No one is ever complete. Now, maybe there have been a few humans in history who have made that transition into complete authenticity. Uh, Unfortunately, we tend to not pay attention to them. We tend to form a religion system, religious system around these people. But I'm convinced that those folks uh, just found their own authenticity, uh, their own true spiritual being, and tried to share it. And I think that's where they're pointing us to. I hope that's where this podcast is pointing to. But we have to know that we're not there. We have to know that we are in a state of becoming. And and one of the ways that I think we uh, can realize that is that we have our own habits. We have our own ways of being that that we have established. And there's a reason we have established them. Uh, so uh, let me give you uh, an example Uh you know I, I like to play music I, I I'm an amateur guitar player i'm not very good, but I do love to do it um, and and that habit is a is a healthy habit it's a habit that centers me it grounds me, and it gives me a sense of identity and purpose uh, and that, and that's a good thing but there's also bad habits because I like things like donuts and food also I struggle with uh, ridding myself or keeping in check those bad habits. And the thing about both of those habits, one being good and healthy, one not, is that I still pour my identity into both of them. Now, the one that is healthy, uh, I take pride in, I feel good about, it centers me, the one that is not, uh, really interferes with my spiritual growth my struggle with weight, my struggle with food, and I'm just in full disclosure here, folks, I've always struggled with it, uh, is a way in which my false self tries to reaffirm its identity. And any time we practice a habit that is destructive, that is the false self... Uh, trying to cling to an identity that is already formed. So, for instance, when, when you see someone who's an alcoholic and the alcohol is literally killing them in front of your eyes and you're scratching your head going, how is it that they can watch themselves die because of alcohol? Well, what you need to realize is that what they have done is they have identified their being with that chemical, with that poison. Uh, what we those of us who struggle with weight or food in general, it doesn't have to be overweight, it can be underweight. We place our identity in those things. When you're told when you're a little boy or girl that you're too skinny or too fat, those are programmings that are put into you and they stay there. They're locked in our psyche and we go back to them whenever we get a sense of lack of identity, whenever we need to go back to define who we are, we go back to those old tapes, that old false self, those old narratives. Think about everything that has formed you, uh, from your parents to your schooling, whatever level you have, to uh, political systems, to religions, and, Think about all the ways in which you identify yourself with them. Uh, Let me give you another example. I worked in a denomination of the Christian faith where there were several different levels of people, very hierarchical um, organization. I'll do another podcast about how that's not the best way to go but it was a very hierarchical thing and everyone depending on their education depending on their status depending on which way they came all had a title uh, and i saw uh, you know latently saw people lording titles over other people and and what that was wasn't that these people were mean or evil it's that their identity was established in words like deacon or elder or pastor or reverend, that they had poured their identity into these things. They had let themselves become these things to the point where they lost their authenticity. And I think that's the great danger. That's the the false self. Maybe we like to say that we are a boss, or maybe we like to say, Uh, negative things, you know, that we were just a peon, just a lowly worker or whatever. Those are ways in which we develop habits that we put our identity into to reinforce our own false self. And unfortunately, often, they reinforce the collective false self. So how would you identify yourself? Uh, And how much of your identity do you put into those things? Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that there are good habits, and there are. I, I really believe music is something that stimulates your mind. It regenerates your soul. I believe it helps your health. I believe uh, writing, poetry, painting, photography, that, that the arts are really a good expression. Uh, taking care of your health is a good expression. But even in those things, when they become obsessive, when they become extreme, when your whole identity becomes that, then they can become negative too. And so we have to be very careful not to let any one particular thing own our identity. You know, I play music because I enjoy it. I'm not that good at it. I don't mind saying that. It's the truth. I'm better at it than when I started, but that's not the point. The point isn't to be the best, the point is to just be present in that. To just be present in the things that help nurture, to not have any expectations. Yes, to grow, uh, to get better, but the reason I play music is because it's good for my soul. I'm 55 years old. I'm not going to be a rock star. Probably a good thing anyway, I'm not. Uh, I think if we look at life that way, if we look at the things that we habituate over, and I do play guitar habitually, but I try to put that in a framework that I don't identify with it. It is something I do. How I identify myself is I am a spiritual being I am a human being, and I am journeying on the way to authenticity. And if there are things that can help me on the way, that's great. If there are things that hinder me, I need to get rid of them, and it's just that simple. Uh, you know, things that uh, life has handed me have harmed me and helped me. Uh, I'm a parent. I love being a parent. I love my kids, even though they drive me crazy, but. If you ask me who I am, I'm not going to identify myself. I'm not going to put my identity into that basket. I'm not going to put my identity into being a husband or to being a guitar player or to being overweight or underweight or having a certain level of education. I think that that's all the false self. How I hope that I identify myself, and I'm really talking about identifying myself to myself, is that I am a human spiritual being on the journey to authenticity, that's it. Uh, And if I can habituate things, if I can make a habit of things like kindness and compassion, if I can make a habit out of forgiveness, then that leads me to a more authentic self. Uh, It's it's fairly simple stuff, but we have to come to terms with all of the external things that we try to identify with, and that's the most difficult part. Uh, If you were to walk into a room of people, and let's say there's 30 people in the room, and... You're sitting in a circle, and you ask people to go around and identify who they are. You would hear all sorts of things. You would hear a worker. You would hear a parent. You would hear their titles. You would hear their degrees. You would hear them put down themselves or lift up themselves. But you would probably not hear, I'm a human spiritual being on the journey to authenticity. Now, that's because people aren't aware that's what they are, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about helping us all to identify the falsities of what we have come to know as ourselves, to grow out of those gently, humbly, compassionately, having compassion for ourselves, and to growing into a more authentic person. It's that simple. Whenever I move or whenever I decide to take finding meaning uh, in, out in person, and I'm, I'm thinking about that, I'm, I'm contemplating putting together a presentation and doing some test runs with it. Uh, I think I will start that way, you know, identify who you are. Tell me who you are, first thing that comes to your mind. And unless they have been exposed uh, to the podcasts or... Uh, to Richard Rohr or to Carl Jung or whoever, they're probably going to say, well, I'm so-and-so and and I'm a dad. So-and-so, I'm a mom. I'm so-and-so, I'm a teacher, a preacher, a garbage collector. And there's nothing wrong with being those things. Those are great and noble expressions of who we are. But they're not us. They're what we do. Who are you being? Take that question from uh, the standpoint of identifying yourself with something and place it into an ontological framework. What I mean by ontological is a framework of being. What does it mean? Who are you being? What are you being? And I have to tell you that I'm just, I'm here where I can say I'm a spiritual being. I'm a human being. And I'm being so that I can learn. I hope that's helpful, folks. Uh, Keep on the good work. I do thank you again for the 3,000 listens. Uh, It means a lot to me, and I thank you. Have a great day, friends.